Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This hour is brought to you by Sweetland Waste and Removal Service, a homegrown company serving southern Indiana since 1995. Well, come on along and welcome aboard Indiana Sweepy Radio coming to you here on this Monday, November 11th from the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios. Hope you had a great weekend. You got a lot to cover and catch up on, man. There was a lot that went on. Oh, my gosh. I was watching the NFL yesterday, and I'm like thinking, are you kidding me? The Colts losing to the second worst team in the NFL, the Miami Dolphins? Are you serious with that? Then I watched the Rams lose to a beleaguered Pittsburgh Steelers team. And I'm like, what the hell is going on in the NFL? That sounds like a Duke tomato song. Um, yeah, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> but, um, yeah, wow, what a wild day in the NFL. Uh, big news for Indiana football. Ranked for the first time in a generation. The Hoosiers on a bye week. Coming in at number 25 in the coaches poll. Number 24 in the AP poll, a little ironic there because as leading up to this, when they were just getting votes in the also-ran category, Indiana always trailed further behind in the AP poll. The media was not giving them a national media, not giving them a lot of love. Then all of a sudden they had a bye, didn't play, and the media loves them all of a sudden. Um, so that's that's kind of funny. But uh, the Hoosiers enjoying being ranked right now. To sustain that, they got a big old fat test coming up this weekend in Happy Valley as they head off to Penn State to take on the Nittany Lions, who got knocked off by the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Man, there's a big game in the Big Ten. The Minnesota 8-0 going into that game along with Penn State. The big matchup, Penn State sitting at number four in the college football playoffs. Lowly Minnesota way down at 17 behind six teams with two losses, mind you. Well, that all changed Saturday. Minnesota showed that they are for real knocking off Penn State. They moved up several spots in the polls. Of course, when the uh, new college football playoff polls come out, that's going to be the interesting one because that's all the one that's the only one that matters right now. But it's going to be very interesting to see what they do with Minnesota now. It's They were not getting the love they should have gotten, uh, obviously. But what are you going to say now? Who are you going to put in front of them now? Well, they haven't played anybody. Well, they just beat number four. So you can't say that anymore. They're 9-0, and and they have a top four win on their shelf. I put him in number four. 
Move them out. Move them out. Alabama lost. Alabama had a top four game, and they lost. And they haven't played anybody else. They've got a weak schedule. Clemson has as weak a schedule as anybody in college football, but they're a pretty good team. Both those teams are good. They're really good. But I think Minnesota deserves the love. They're going to have a tough road to hoe, man. They still have to play Iowa, Wisconsin. You squeeze in Northwestern in there, I think. And then the the Big Ten Championship, likely against Ohio State. The only way that Minnesota is getting into the college football playoffs is if they go 13-0, in my opinion. Maybe, I, I just, only because of the love that these freaking people have for the SEC, Georgia is overranked. They're way too damn high. They shouldn't be up that high. They barely beat Notre Dame at home. And Notre Dame has shown they're an okay team, but that's it. And they have a loss on their resume already. Ah, people falling in love with the SEC, get over it. Will Indiana make the college football playoff poll? (laughs) It'd be interesting to see that. It would be interesting to see that. Text in already from Joker. Daggone it, open up phone. If IU goes to Happy Valley and wins, does that diminish Minnesota's win over PSU? Um, nah, it already happened. It was a big moment. It was hyped up. Uh, it was on national TV. So, nah, I don't think you can take that away. Plus, the, the national people, they see Indiana as a good team as well. They're seven and two. They should be eight and one. It's so disheartening to see that loss to, to Michigan State, especially after another big win this week in Illinois. How about the Illini? Holy cow, they're bowl eligible. Not only have they beaten Wisconsin, they beat Michigan State in East Lansing, trailing 31-10 to 10 at the half. They mounted a fourth-quarter comeback on the road. You talk about onions. The Illini got them. Lovey's got them going, man. Lovey's got the Illini rolling. They are bowl eligible. And they got a couple of big fat wins on their resume. How about that? That was a heck of a win. Golly, why couldn't Indiana beat Michigan State? They'd be in the top 15 right now. They'd be 8-1 and in the top 15 guaranteed. It's going to be an interesting game this weekend as they travel to uh, to Penn State. 100,000 people plus. That's a tough road to hold, man. Tim wants to know, when was the last time IU had five or more sports teams rated in the top 25? Number 24, football. Number 24, women's basketball. Number nine, men's soccer. Number four, men's swimming and diving. The last time Indiana was ranked in the top 25, they played Wisconsin the following week and lost big. Hopefully that doesn't happen this year. Yeah, ironically, it's kind of a same sort of setup. You're, you're playing a, a really good team on the road that's simply pissed off. They just got their butts beat in a big game. They may have just lost their only opportunity to make the college football playoffs. They're going to be kind of upset. 
they're going to be a little upset. It's a tough road to hoe, man. It's, it's a tough chore. But I'll be honest with you, whether it's this game or the Michigan game, Indiana needs to win one of these games. They've had a really nice season. But for this season to be magical, they need to beat somebody. Illinois has done it twice. We saw Purdue do it last year. Indiana needs to beat somebody. I, I mean, I'm not being seven and two and, and bowl eligible and a winning season guaranteed. Fantastic stuff that hasn't happened in many, many years. So you can't take any of that for granted and you cannot diminish the, the, the magnitude of that achievement. But they need to beat somebody. Michigan, you know, they had a chance with Michigan State. And that wouldn't have been a, you know, we look back now, it wouldn't be that big of a deal because Michigan State's just not that good. That's a game Indiana let get away. Terribly sad to see that, let that thing get away. You got to beat somebody. You, you got to beat Penn State. You got to beat Michigan, one or the other. You, you got to beat somebody. I, I, I mean, that's to me. That's the next step. You, men's soccer in action yesterday. The Big Ten tournament getting underway. A first round, the quarterfinals. Indiana played at Bill Armstrong Stadium against the Ohio State University, which they beat 2-0 handily on Joshua Penn and Spencer Glass goals. Met with Todd Yangley afterwards. Let's hear what Coach had to say. Obviously, it's great to advance. Um, it was a tough game today. I always say when you you know you had we were pretty pretty uh, clinical in the first game against Ohio State, and um, we knew today would be tight and. Uh, game became pretty physical from the start, which surprised me a little bit. Um, just usually you kind of know where games usually go with what kind of opponents, but this game surprised me a little bit. But I thought our guys handled it fairly well. It took us a little bit to um, to kind of get into that game. Um, and then I thought we grew into the game. And then once we got the goal and the red card happened, it kind of had a funky fo- tone to it because we didn't really need to send guys forward. They were kind of okay just kind of sitting in there and absorbing a little bit. Um so that we just, I thought the second goal, obviously, I would like to have gotten a little bit earlier. Um, and then I thought the guys iced the game really well in the corner and did a really good job of managing the last few minutes. So, um, good win. We're obviously excited to be moving on, most importantly. Coach Todd Jagley, head coach of Indiana men's soccer team, as they open up the Big Ten tournament with a 2 0 win over the Ohio State Buckeyes. They're, uh, they'll be playing again. When is, that, uh, when is their next game? We'll have that, but been all geared up about football. Don Fisher, normally with us on Mondays, sick today. He'll be back tomorrow. Uh, Don's going to rest his voice. But uh, we'll, we'll talk to Don tomorrow. On the program today, Mike Schumann from the Daily Hoosier and Nick Baumgart will talk IU basketball and IU football. Talk to Nick a little bit about Dawson Garcia as he had his visit to Marquette over the weekend. Now it's time. I'm sure Archie's trying to get in front of him one more time before the 20th, before his decision is made. Well, I mean, we know that that's the trying to do that because 
in his interview last week, he said that in meeting with Tom Ostrom, he's, he said Archie wants to get in front of him one more time. When was the last time Indiana football was ranked and Indiana basketball was not? The women's team ranked, we went over this a minute ago, ranked number 24 right now. Football ranked number 24 right now. Someone asked me the other day, I think it was in a text or on Twitter, do I see at any point this year Indiana basketball being ranked? Um, well, I'm always honest on here. So, no, I don't see them being ranked this year. That doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean I that, that could completely be off. So, don't. Take it to heart. It's just that I, I don't see it coming. But who knows? This is a team that can go. They've got a lot of talent. They can get on a run. They can improve things. They can pick up and roll. I, I don't know. But I don't see it. I don't see that it's impossible. It's not. I'm not saying it's impossible. I just don't see it coming. I don't know that this team is strong enough in all phases of the game to get there. We'll see. We'll talk about that more with Nick Baumgart when Nick's on. We got a lot coming up, man. Mike Schumann from the Daily Hoosier is going to join us next. We'll catch up on uh, all things IU with the Daily Hoosier. Stay tuned. We're back with more from the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios, Indiana Sports Beat Radio. Back right after this. Hello, everybody. Jim Coyle from Indiana Sports Beat. When I'm not covering the Hoosiers, you can find me at Bubba's 33 in Clarksville, located on the northeast corner of I-65 at Veterans Parkway. Bubba's 33 has hand-tossed pizzas, bold burgers, and ice-cold beer from a select list of local craft brewers. An incredible food selection, all made fresh daily. Whether you're meeting the team for that post-win meal in the family dining area or meeting friends for happy hour to watch the game on one of Bubba's 50 TVs, Bubba's 33 in Clarksville. Pizza, burgers, beer. We all want a winning smile for those championship photos, and that's exactly what you will get at Reynolds Family Dentistry in Sellersburg. Reynolds Family Dentistry has been serving the dental needs of Hoosier families for over 30 years. Let Drs. Roger and Jay Reynolds take care of your family. Just off of I-65 at 809 South Indiana Avenue in Sellersburg. Call 812-246-3368. That's Reynolds Family Dentistry, 812-246-3368. Now that warm weather has arrived, it's time to hit the links, and there's no better place than the Golf Club at Eagle Point in Bloomington. Voted best golf course by the readers of the Bloomington Herald Times, the Golf Club at Eagle Point is under new ownership, has new fairways and bunkers, and it's open to the public. When the round's over, there's cold beer and a full menu at the Eagle Point Pub and Bistro. Call 812-824-1100 to make a tea time. That's 812-824-1100. The Golf Club at Eagle Point in Bloomington. This is A.J. Moyes. This is Dan Dockett. Hey, this is Michael Lewis. I'm an Indiana basketball player. This is Indiana football coach Tom Allen. This is Jim Coyle with Indiana Sports Beat. You can always like and follow us on Facebook. Always follow the show rebroadcast on iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify. 
TheDailyHoosier.com is a great place to sign up for each and every day or, of course, on 97.7 The Ref in Evansville. For the best recycling and waste removal service, turn to the area's leader, Sweetland Waste Removal and Recycling, a homegrown company serving southern Indiana since 1995. Sweetland Waste Removal and Recycling serves Floyd, Clark, Harrison, and Washington counties for excellent service and peace of mind. Call Sweetland Waste Removal and Recycling today at 812-944-5642. That's 812-944-5642. Keep life sweet with Sweetland Waste Removal and Recycling. I'm Rain Shaddy, and I'm a Hoosier. As a toddler, you could always find me running around in a cream and crimson onesie and a red IU hat reminiscent of those worn during the world-famous William Tell timeout, shouting, Go Hoosiers! Like many other alum, I chose to make Bloomington my home. As a civic and alumni leader, I have become very knowledgeable about our community and would love to share my insights with you as your realtor. Find me on Facebook or call or text me, Ryan Shaddy, with FC Tucker Bloomington Realtors at 765-623-9093. You're on the line with Jamal Meeks, former Indiana Hoosier, number 23, 1992. And I'm on the beat with Jim Cole. Today's guest is brought to you by Reynolds Family Dentistry of Sellersburg. You need a million-dollar smile for those championship photos, and that's exactly what you'll get with Reynolds Family Dentistry. Well, happy with the win, obviously. Uh, Portland State, very difficult style of play, especially early in the season. You know, a ton of, ton of different looks they give you. And uh, for our guys, had some new guys in there. Uh, you know, it's going to be a work in progress at times to figure some things out. Uh, but two things coming into the game was taking care of the ball, rebounding, and against that team, if you turn it over and you give them second shots, you know, they're able to cause some problems. And, uh, you know, we held serve, went 41-24 in the glass and really only turned the ball over 10 times, and that's a big reason why we won the game. But, uh, you know, in talking to our team after the game, 2-0 and is the objective. And uh, however you want to look at it individually or as a team, you know, you have to be really, really happy that you get another win. I mean, they're hard to get. Played against a team with two really good guards, and I thought that those kids – did a fantastic job making things hard on us. They put pressure on us all game long. And uh, To be honest with you, in the first week, as we kind of look at things, if we don't get our defense uh, going in another direction here, uh, we're going to experience some really hard moments in games. We can't get stops. And uh, the free throw line, all you have to do is look at their 32 free throw attempts in the game. And I know that they ended up shooting 41% from the floor, but their two guards end up going eight for 14 from three. And, you know, there's just some alarming things out there defensively, and uh, this team has got to grow up a little bit faster on the defensive end. We're going to have it a whole lot tougher, but there were some really good things to take out of it. Some individual guys are getting in there for the first time. Jerome and Race were great in terms of just getting in there early in the season and impacting the game. Race 10-9, and and I thought Jerome had some really big shots in the first half to give us some confidence. So I was happy for those guys in particular. Not, not that I'm not happy for everybody, but, uh, but for this team, we're 2-0. And uh, we have some time here to regroup, and hopefully we can start to make some steps defensively to start to look the part that we're going to have to. That was uh, Coach Archie Miller, and he had a head coach of basketball. Now we're joined by Mike Schumer from the Daily Hoosier. Michael, how are you, man? Doing great, Jim. How are you? Good, good, good. Uh, you heard Archie there talking about uh, a couple different things. The, the two biggest things to me was uh, alarming things out there defensively. Uh, talked about if they don't get things in order quickly, that they're going to be in, in some problems coming up soon, which <clears throat> I think a lot of people saw that with the ease at which Portland State was able to hit shots. And, again, you see Indiana not hitting shots. So that's the bad part that we can talk about. 
Portland State definitely exposed some things with Indiana. Yeah, and you don't want to be saying that a team that's ranked in the Ken Palm around number 270 exposed much of anything when you're, when you're talking about Indiana, but 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 you're right. I mean, there was just moments in that game where you're scratching your head and and you want to believe that that maybe Portland State's better than those kind of rankings show, but you know, that really shouldn't even be part of the thought process or, or conversation. I mean, I, it's obviously early in the season here, but, but Indiana, you know, just as Archie said on the de- defensive end, I mean, they, they just seem slow on closeouts. They're, they're not really aggressive. I mean, part of it, I'm sure is that kind of the, the head of the monster, Rob Dennis, he's still rusty you know, I think what what did he say after the game that Tennessee's only been practicing about one tenth as much as everybody else has, and so when you're, you know, when you're playing the pack line and depending so much on on the ball defense and the guy that really leads the charge there is still you know Rusty still getting himself back into playing shape. I'm I'm sure that's part of it, and you know the other part is Indiana. You know, if you remember back to last year, they they didn't really start peaking on defense until. February when they started to work their way out of that funk. And so I, I don't know if this is just going to be another one of those situations where it just takes a while, but I, I, I can imagine that it's going to be a very big point of emphasis just based on the the comments that, that Archie had after the game and that you just replay. Well, and, and if, and if, and so it does just take a while, that's a scary thing because taking a while, as we've seen, does not lead to good results at the end of the season. Uh, <clears throat> And so that there is great cause of concern for them, whether they're going to get heading in the right direction a lot sooner or not, because if they don't, that means another year without making the NCAA tournament very possibly. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously too, too early to get our head of ourselves with it, with any of this stuff, but, but it, you know, it's, it's clearly the, the cause of concern right now. I mean, I, I think another thing that, comes to mind for me is that you know indiana's just they don't have their full complement of guards right now and and a lot of the issues on saturday was perimeter defense and you know you're if you're running thin at guard you're still kind of running guys out there guarding positions they're not accustomed to like hunter and smith come come to mind and and so you know getting Devonte green back and really you know having the, the full complement there there at guard even though it'll still only be four guys that 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 can play from a scholarship perspective at guard, it, it, that that would, will have to help. But you know, I I, I I I think it's completely understandable at this point why why Archie's frustrated. You, you don't want to give up seventy four points to a team like Portland State. You don't want to have a couple guys like that go eight for fourteen from long range. You know, two two really solid players. I was impressed with those guys, but but not not the type of situation you want to see with a team of that caliber. And then, of course, <clears throat> look at the stats. <clears throat> Shooting-wise, again, after having a, a decent, a couple of decent shooting nights from behind three-point line early in the, the exhibition game in their first game against uh, Western Illinois, the only shooting 10 shots, not a very good shooting night <clears throat> behind the three-point line with a three of 12, I think. Three of 14, I believe, and two of the, the two of the three was Jerome Hunter, who up to this point you couldn't count on. So, I mean, 21%. good news, bad news there, I guess. But you know, that's twenty one percent, twenty one percent. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely a, that was definitely a, a reversion to old form. I mean, it's just one game. You don't want to get 
get too bent out of shape about it. I mean, clearly what we talked about going into the season is playing out. This is a team that's going to play inside out. They, you know, if you want to talk positives from the game, they, they dominated inside, you know, whether you want to talk about points in the paint, offensive rebounds, second chance points, all, all those measures, they dominated. I, I would be scared to think what a team like last year's Indiana club who really didn't have size down low, how, how they would have, come out in the, in a game like this where a, an opposition's really light you up from outside and you don't have the ability to dominate in the paint. That could have been a, a really interesting game. So, you know, I think at least here in the early going when the, when the opposition isn't as tough, I think Indiana's going to be able to rely on their big guys to, to pull them through while they, while they work out the kinks on the defense. A couple of bright spots. Uh, you got to start with Al Durham. Uh, another game back-to-back now. He had 18 points in this game, 7 of 11 shooting uh he was three of three at the free throw line he was one of four behind the three-point line so uh he didn't shoot the ball as well from deep but overall that's you can get 18 points from al durham every game man you're gonna be a happy happy camper and then but the biggest the biggest 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 surprise to me and the person who had i don't want to say the biggest impact but it was the most uh most welcome thing to be seen was race thompson uh, 10 points, three of four shooting, four of four at the free throw line in 16 minutes of play, and nine rebounds. The dude almost had a double-double. In 16 minutes, right? <laughs> that's the that's the amazing thing is the production that he was able to get in, in such a limited role. I mean, I, somebody could do the quick per 40 math on his numbers, but it's, it's amazing what, what he did in such a limited amount of time, and he's done it before. I mean, going all the way back to – the Minnesota game last year, which I think was his like first game of the entire season or first game after like three months after a concussion, he he did something similar. Like he had like six rebounds in 10 or 12 minutes. So you you talk about a guy just kind of having a nose for the ball and, and being in the right spot. It Sometimes it sounds cliche, but he, he certainly seems to fit that bill. And he, he's seems like he's going to start, you know, working his way into cutting some minutes away from people. I mean, you look at the the limited role that a guy like Jerron Davis had, you know, so, some of that's opposition, you know, you're playing against a team that doesn't have bigs, you know, it's natural that you can't, you can only give so many minutes to Davis and Bronk and Jackson Davis. But, but at the same time, if you, if you got a guy that's just going to come in and produce, it's, it's going to be hard to keep Thompson on the bench. Trace Jackson Davis, the freshman, with another really got nice game. He did get a double-double, uh, 13 points, 10 boards, 5 of 9 shooting, only 3 of 6 at the free throw line. That's something that's got to be cleaned up. But that's a, man, second game, and he gets a double-double. That's 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 uh, good to see. Yeah, you, you wonder sometimes, like, how's a recruit going to translate to the college game? You know, is is he really worthy of his – ranking i mean just from a pure athletic perspective you you can just see what what makes him different out there he's just he's he's what stands out to me more than anything with him is his kind of his spring off he's very quick jumping like you know he'll he'll miss a shot and he'll be the first one back to get the tip in he's very he's very he's almost like a pogo stick the way way he jumps and you know, I think that stands out. His perimeter defense stands out to me a lot as well. He, he's, you know, you talk about 
playing the pack line. You need bigs that can get out there and hedge. That's the way Archie Miller likes to, to run the defense. And he's very quick at not just getting out and hedging, but actually forcing the dribbler to kind of retreat a little bit, which is the goal with those hedges and recovering back to his man. He, he does all that really well for a freshman. Part of it's his athleticism, but part of it is he, he seems to understand what's going on from that perspective. So, you know, I think the, the developmental side for him is going to be, you know, developing more of a perimeter game offensively. I think, you know, I think nobody really expected that of him, you know, early on in his career. And that'll be something to watch to really see if he can take the next level. Back in action tomorrow night against North Alabama at 7 o'clock uh, at the Simon Scott Assembly Hall. Another game, uh, basically a practice game uh, for Indiana to, to work some of these things out. What do they need to see tomorrow night against North Alabama? I mean, obviously the the, the defense has to improve. We talked about that. I, I think, you know, I think the three-point shooting, you know, I, I think what's, what's interesting about the three-point shooting is that they're not shooting 25 shots a game, and, and they're probably not going to. I, I think if this is going to be another team that doesn't shoot a high percentage, you know, if they're only shooting 10, 12, 14 shots a game, it's not going to be quite as concerning as it was last year. And, you know, obviously your best three-point shooters have been sitting on the bench, so the numbers are going to be a little bit twisted from, from that perspective. But, you know, you just really want to see them, from an offensive perspective, just pound the ball in the paint, you know, to submission against teams like this. You know, what was disappointing on on Saturday watching the film was that, you know, that Portland State team was switching everything and Indiana ended up with a lot of situations where they had their bigs on guards and they didn't really take advantage of that. So, you know, really focusing on pounding the ball inside and looking to dominate people inside out offensively and then just defense. I think you just got to look for, you know, guys like fantasy to keep recovering from, from whatever injury he had and really start to lead the charge to make this more of a impactful defense. How about the women's basketball team? Ranked 24th in the country. Big old, another big fat win yesterday. They just destroyed Nickel State. Uh, that score at one point was like 62 to 17 uh, when I stopped by. It's crazy. And then they get led in, in scoring by a freshman that I was not even seen her, barely, barely see her name so far this year. And then bam, she's the leading scorer of the game yesterday. Yeah, they're, they're winning these games like the way you would want the men's team to. I mean, they're playing similar opposition right now and you know these throwaway games if if you want to call them that but you know they're they're winning them like a team that that's worthy of a top 25 ranking that that's a team that's living up to some early preseason hype I'm, I'm really excited to watch their season unfold I think you know if people aren't paying attention they should be they you know the the coaches in the Big Ten voted them as the number three team, which for Indiana women's basketball is a huge deal. It's a huge statement. It's a, it's a major step forward for the program. They've, they've never been thought of in that upper tier of teams. And so, you know, the, the early returns are that they're, they're going to live up to that. Well, and there's no doubt this is going to be a season of insurmountable pressure on Archie Miller. Right now you have the football team ranked in the top 25. The women's basketball team ranked in the top 25. The soccer team ranked in the top 10. Men's basketball, your bell cow, nowhere to be seen. And I'm not sure that they get ranked this year. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. You know, let's say they go 7-0 here through November, which, you know, if they don't, 
there's going to, there's going to be some upset people because just because of the nature of the schedule. So if Indiana is seven and oh, they're going into a big 10 ACC game against Florida state, you know, do they sneak into the top 25? I, I wouldn't be surprised if they did, you know, sometimes it's just pure attrition that, that other teams fall out, you know, kind of like what happened here with Indiana football. Um, so, so they, they might sneak in, but that, that doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, they're, they're worthy of that until they start playing some people and start knocking people out. So I think the bigger prize and the bigger question is going to be, you know, can they work their ways back into the NCAA tournament? And so you, you talk about the first seven games, you know, maybe they get some undeserved national attention, but it's the last 24 all against power five conference or, or high major opponents that that's really going to tell the tale of this team. And, and you just got to think if they can get green back and start playing some defense that, you know, they've got 11 actual players that look like they're legitimately can be on the court in the big 10 and can at least provide this team some depth and some size that they maybe haven't had here recently. Yeah, we'll certainly find out. Uh, they get the opportunity of plenty of games coming up. North Alabama tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. They play Troy this Saturday. Uh, that time is probably should be soon set, if that's not already. Because I think it's 8 o'clock. It is an 8 o'clock game? Yep. Uh, Indiana playing on the road in uh, uh, football. Indiana football on the road at Penn State. So uh, don't have to worry about missing either one of those. Uh, but you're not going to be able to go to both, <laughs> unfortunately. But I was hoping that was <laughs> um, uh, So we got a lot coming up, man. A lot going on in Indiana's team as they uh, move on forward. We'll see how things look through these next couple of uh, uh, pre-conference games, I guess I'll call them. Because, uh, they're almost preseason type games, but they're real. these are real games. So um, we need to come up with a good word for these less than stellar opponents. Um the early season games. How about that? It sounds like a nice name for it. <laughs> yeah, whatever you want to call them, Indiana needs to, to show better than they have. You know, being up only five in the second half against Portland State is not 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 a good image that you want to be portraying right now. So, well, long way to go. So, whatever you want to call them, take them more serious. How about that? The one thing that I did was impressed with was the fact that the Portland State played such an up-tempo, uh, in-your-face defensive style. Indiana only had 10 turnovers. That was a yep. big surprise to me because that's an area that Indiana had great difficulty in last year at times. Uh, and to do that against a team that whose sole purpose is to create turnovers. Their previous game, they caused 31 turnovers. Uh, so that's 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 a bright spot for the Hoosiers there. They're, they're taking care of the ball. It, it, it absolutely was. You know, 10 turnovers against that type of team was good. I guess the, the converse side of that is that I think it caused Indiana to go too far to the extreme of being careful. They, they didn't really push the pace and, you know, force themselves into a lot of half-court offense, which I don't think Archie wants this team to, to be in the half-court very much for the for the reasons we've talked about. They're not a good shooting team, and so the more transition offense that they can get, the, the, the better. But I think that, again, goes to, you know, having, having guards that are rusty and, you know, not accustomed to playing a lot of minutes and playing a lot of pace right now. Mike Schumann from the Daily Hoosier. That's where you can find him. Appreciate you, Mike. All right, Jim. Have a great week, man. You as well. Hey, we got a lot more coming up. Nick Baumgart's going to join me next. We're going to talk a little more IU basketball. Uh, we'll talk a little Dawson Garcia. Right when we come back. 
right here from the Golf Company Point Studios, Indiana Sports Beat Radio, back with more after this. Hello, everybody. Jim Coyle from Indiana Sports Beat. When I'm not covering the Hoosiers, you can find me at Bubba's 33 in Clarksville, located on the northeast corner of I-65 at Veterans Parkway. Bubba's 33 has hand-tossed pizzas, bold burgers, and ice-cold beer from a select list of local craft brewers. An incredible food selection, all made fresh daily. Whether you're meeting the team for that post-win meal in the family dining area or meeting friends for happy hour to watch the game on one of Bubba's 50 TVs, Bubba's 33 in Clarksville. Pizza, burgers, beer. We all want a winning smile for those championship photos, and that's exactly what you will get at Reynolds Family Dentistry in Sellersburg. Reynolds Family Dentistry has been serving the dental needs of Hoosier families for over 30 years. Let doctors Roger and Jay Reynolds take care of your family. Just off of I-65 at 809 South Indiana Avenue in Sellersburg. Call 812-246-3368. That's Reynolds Family Dentistry, 812-246-3368. Now that warm weather has arrived, it's time to hit the links, and there's no better place than the golf club at Eagle Point in Bloomington. Voted best golf course by the readers of the Bloomington Herald Times, the golf club at Eagle Point is under new ownership, has new fairways and bunkers, and it's open to the public. When the round's over, there's cold beer and a full menu at the Eagle Point Pub and Bistro. Call 812-824-1100 to make a tea time. That's 812-824-1100. The golf club at Eagle Point in Bloomington. This is AJ Moyes. This is Dan Dockett. Hey, this is Michael Lewis, former Indiana basketball player. This is Indiana football coach Tom Allen. This is Jim Coyle with the Indiana Sports Beat. You can always like and follow us on Facebook. Always follow the show rebroadcast on iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify. The DailyHoosier.com is a great place to sign up for each and every day. Or, of course, on 97.7 The Ref in Evansville. For the best recycling and waste removal service, turn to the area's leader, Sweetland Waste Removal and Recycling, a homegrown company serving southern Indiana since 1995. Sweetland Waste Removal and Recycling serves Floyd, Clark, Harrison, and Washington counties for excellent service and peace of mind. Call Sweetland Waste Removal and Recycling today at 812-944-5642. That's 812-944-5642. Keep life sweet with Sweetland Waste Removal and Recycling. I'm Rain Shaddy, and I'm a Hoosier. As a toddler, you could always find me running around in a cream and crimson onesie and a red IU hat reminiscent of those worn during the world-famous William Tell timeout, shouting, Go Hoosiers! Like many other alum, I chose to make Bloomington my home. As a civic and alumni leader, I have become very knowledgeable about our community and would love to share my insights with you as your realtor. Find me on Facebook or call or text me, Ryan Shaddy, with FC Tucker Bloomington Realtors at 765-623-9093. This is James Blackman Jr., former Indiana Hoosier. Make sure you're keeping up with the Hoosiers on Indiana Sports Beat. Today's guest is brought to you by Bubba's 33 in Clarksville with hand-tossed pizzas, bold burgers, and ice-cold beer. Pizza, burgers, beer. Bubba's 33 in Clarksville. Bubba's a guy who's apparently kind of been in and out. He's kind of had something physically going on through the preseason. But I think to seven points, seven assists this afternoon seemed to get into a little bit of kind of a personal battle with uh, one of his defensive covers. Just how important is, I guess, he for this team in terms of maybe setting 
the attitude, not just the tempo that you guys want to play at, but maybe sort of some of the attitudes you guys want to have on the court? Um, he's really important. I mean, you see what happened. Once he got on the defender and he got to stop, he brought energy to us. He lifted us up. He lifted the arena up. And I feel like with Rob playing the way he is and he's going to only get better, it's just the sky's the limit for him. Jeff. Uh, Trace, just give us uh, your thoughts. Kind of what led to your first double-double, and then how well do you feel you played today in your second concert? Um, I think what just in practice, just my teammates always pushing me to rebound. Um, we do a lot of rebounding drills, so I thought that was big coming into the game. And then um, just taking advantage of opportunities from uh, the point guards and wings, passing me the ball and getting me in position to score. Um, how in particular it seemed like them offensively there able to hit a bunch of threes and it was it just rotations you guys weren't quite getting right or what made it difficult to defend the perimeter there? No, we got to be better in all aspects. I feel like we got to be better on the ball, be better in help, and side, and we got to be able to close out and be able to guard. So I feel like we just got a couple things to work on, find some and practice, and we're going to hit those marks tomorrow. There's some player sound for you after the game, most recently against uh, Portland State. Joined now by our good friend Nick Baumgart from Indiana Rivals, thehoosier.com. Nicholas, how are you? Yeah, better than I deserve. Better than I deserve, brother. I hear that. I hear that, man. Uh, Indiana with the uh, 2-0 record now as they after beating Western Illinois and Portland State. Portland State came in with a uh, a very pressure-packed type style of play. Uh, it exposed a few things for Indiana. Indiana withstood it. Um, the three-point shooting I was talking earlier with Mike Schumann, the three-point shooting wasn't very good. But one of the things that did surprise me uh, was with that style of play, Indiana really failed a lot of the times last year taking care of the ball. They only had ten turnovers in that game. That's a that to me. That's a big improvement for them. Yeah, uh, you know, I thought, I thought the pressure. Um, I thought it was surprising when I when I saw it. I said, so "What in the world is Portland State doing?" Um, you know, I don't think that it really hurt Portland State. Like, like I kind of expected it to hurt Portland State. Um, you know, so it works today, but, but if, are you going to, are you going to let, you know, um, Minnesota press you or Purdue or something, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. Um, they kind of looked like they were content just to kind of get into the half court and, you know, and it worked, you know, the offense was great. And they only, like you said, they only had 10 turnovers. I'm kind of from the school of thought that I don't think that, you know, because you play fast, that that you should expect there to be more turnovers. Don't hand, don't don't turn the ball over. You know, just so you know. I don't know. Um, I thought it was interesting. You know, they played thirty five possessions in the first half, and they only played uh, thirty three in the second. So you know, it was pretty pretty slow tempo, really. Yeah, Indiana now uh, moving on another game tomorrow night, uh, North Alabama uh, at 7 o'clock at the Simon Scott Assembly Hall as they count these games down before Florida State pays a visit. <laughs> um, that's that's a point where they've got to get to because that's going to be a, a stern test for the Hoosiers coming in. Uh, a lot of talk over the weekend. I know Dawson Garcia was uh, visiting Marquette. Uh, everyone wanted to know what's going on with Dawson Garcia, of course. Uh, in the interview that I saw that he did with uh, that edits guy, that they want to yeah. they want to get Joe, yeah they want to get Archie in front of him one more time. Obviously, they they want Indiana to get that last word 
before he makes that decision before the 20th, sometimes by the 20th. So I, I'm sure that they're working diligently to get that done. Have you heard anything about how his visit went or, or anything new with the Dawson Garcia saga? Very disappointing. I'm going to disappoint a lot of people. No, I haven't. Um, you know, it's, it's just, it's a quiet recruitment. You know, some, some recruitments are, are very out there and, uh, which I was kind of surprised that he did that tip to net. It's, you know, not that he, he, he said a whole lot or gave away much really. Um, but no, it's, it's, it's quiet. It's dark. Um, you know, and there's no contact right now. There, there's contacts. The dead period has started. And so that will run and through the, through the 14th, which is Thursday, I believe. So, you know, the next opportunity that Archie, if, if he hasn't, uh, I, I don't know that he hasn't. I can't say that he hasn't gone. Uh, he could have went Friday morning. He could have went last night. Um, but now the next, if he hasn't gone, the next opportunity will be Thursday. And, uh, you know, you just got to hope. Uh, well, you know, who knows? Who knows where Indiana stands at? It's obviously good selling to be the last guy in front of someone. So, um, you know, we'll see. He could he could announce on, on Wednesday. He could announce today or whatever. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm sorry to disappoint people. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's been a very, very quiet recruitment. We're used to that, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, We're used to you disappointing, man. We, Come on. We got the we got the B team in this morning. Fish yeah. got laryngitis, so that's what you get. Fish has got the laryngitis. You know that that's from uh what was it, the Johnny Cash movie? When she said, I've got the laryngitis. The new one? The one they Never just made? Heard. No, it's it's been a, a couple few years. years ago. Yeah, it's been a few years. All right, so Indiana okay. now moving forward. The defense did not look as, as stellar as it could have looked. Uh, the other night, and that was the point that Archie talked about in the post game that he was had great concerns. As a matter of fact, with uh, where they are defensively right now, ah, completely overblown. It's November. It was November 9th. Okay, first of all, so we got to set a little context here in the fact that uh, you know when I looked up when night was was when Indiana was great, right? The last time Indiana was great. And, they didn't start until November 29th. Uh, these these are still very early. You know, even though practice starts a little earlier, these are, these are still very early days. Uh, you know, guys are getting back into the grind of practice, and you're getting hurt. You know, you're getting hurt. You're getting dinged up. You're pulling muscles. And, you know, so all that's expected. Um, the defense, though, I, I get it. You look at the score, and, you know, Indiana gave up 74 points, and, but if you take away Holland Woods' barrage, okay, and this is the barrage I'm talking about happened halfway through the second half, and in five possessions he hit four threes, and he got loose in the corner, hit a three. Offensive rebound, found him off the offensive rebound, he hit a three. So now he is feeling pretty good, and then he hit two more threes. So he scored 12 points in five possessions, and then they hit a buzzer beater at the end. Uh, you know, they were up 18 with 59 seconds to go. They'd, so I know it doesn't work like that, but if you if you take away those 15 points, they held them to 59. And while there's there are concerns, you know, they got sliced up off, off dribble penetration and they were a little soft inside. 
you know, this is against, them to but this is against points, a team. Most people th- aren't talking about that. Nick, this is a team that's over 250 in the Ken Palm numbers, though. This is one of the worst rated teams in the country doing this. Dude, the 15 points they, that they gave up, okay, that that influences their Ken Palm. I mean, that, 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 that uh, this is my point. My point is, I mean, they're giving up less than a uh, one point per possession. Um, so, you know, I love the Ken Palm stuff, but it, you can stick it. I don't think his thing is overblown. <laughs> Are you talking about Ken Pomeroy can stick yeah, it? Yeah, he can stick it. Oh, man. We got to get it going on a Monday, Jim. I'm telling you, man. Uh, yeah, not a lot going on. Just uh, coming off a weekend. How about uh, the women's basketball team, man? Another big, big win. They beat Nickel State, which is nobody, of course. But <laughs> they beat them like you're supposed to beat them. I mean, like a drum. It was up 62 to 17 at one point. Uh, I think 111 to whatever they scored. I don't remember the final score. It was a lot. A lot. Well, Five, six, seven I, players, double figures. They got I've a watched, good squad. Yeah. Well, I've watched the men play that game three times. And, you know, I've got my criticisms. But let's keep it in per- let's keep it in perspective here, you know. And I mean, look, Archie was saying what he want thought everybody wanted him to say. You know, if he comes out and says, ah, it's, it "Really, I'm not I'm not that concerned. We're going to get better. It's November 9th, people." You know, have a little perspective. Well, then all of a sudden now everybody, oh, Archie doesn't care about the defense. He he doesn't think that he thinks everything's just fine. You know, so he's he was pandering to the crowd, and I get it. You know, you do that. It's it's a little bit of a PR. But I'm telling you, when he goes back and looks at it, it it's all overblown. It's not that bad. <laughs> it's just not. So, you know, it's November 9th. And if November 29th, if, if things are like this, if December 3rd against Florida State it's like this, okay. Hanging, you know, crucified, whatever you do to it. But I, I just, I think it's... <laughs> I just find it a little amusing how, you know, everybody just wants to jump off the ledge already. These are Archie's. Hey, brother, these are Archie's words. Not everybody else's. I'm relaying Archie's words. I'm telling you why he said it. I'm. I'm just telling. Well, he doesn't. He normally does. He normally doesn't say the truth. So why is he saying the truth now? All of a sudden, he normally doesn't. So I mean, which way is it? I don't know. Ask me something else. Let's talk about something. I don't know. You know, it's Archie. I, I, but what I'm telling you is I don't think that it, I, if you, you don't see what I'm saying at all, you don't think that, you don't, you yeah, don't think I that do he's pandering a little I, bit I do, to the crowd like, like he had to come up with. I, so huh? here's, the problem. here's the difference between you and me. I do think there's reason to be concerned. I do see that what? there are potential problems with this team going forward. What are they? Well, their their lack of shooting. Although they don't have Devontae Green right now, you cannot rely on one guy to be your shooting your shooter. They still don't have shooters, or the consistent shooters. That that that's a that's a first Duke, problem. Right Duke did fine last year, and they shot like thirty percent from three. I don't know. Duke had three top five players, dude. Indiana does not okay, have who three still, top who five. still shot three at a terrible rate. <laughs> anyway, yeah, but you can get away with that when you rebound like a bad man. Indiana, okay. that's something that Duke had that Indiana did not have last year. It, well, don't you think Duke, Trace Jackson Davis and Justin Duke Smith are dominated good, in ways? You have to huh? dominate. If you're failing in one area, you have to dominate in another. What area are they going to dominate in? 
Well, I don't know. They got to find their identity. It's November 9th. That's what I'm, I'm saying. I'm Everything's- asking you, what do you what 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 area could they possibly dominate in? It's not going to be shooting. I can tell you that. Well, you know, the, just just in their half court offense. I mean, you know, getting the ball inside. They've 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 been over fifty points and points in the paint the last two um, two games. I mean, you know, the shooting was is going to be okay. Um, Al Durham shooting fifty seven percent from three. Right. Um, oh wait, oh, dude, he had one good Devon, game out of two. They've had two huh? games. I, I, you cannot know. What do you mean the shooting is going to be okay? You can't say that. We'll this is see. a team that is. This yeah, is a team that has historically Devon, shot, shot terribly. Last so you year. can't just even, throw that out there because you want it to be that way. That's that's fan perspective. There, you can't say it's going to be okay just because you want it to be okay. The truth of the matter is, it has not been okay historically in the last two years. And why is it going to be different all of a sudden now? I, I don't. I don't know. I, maybe they didn't. You know. You know maybe, what? Maybe it's, they're just going to be awful. You say, maybe they're going to be terrible. It's, we might as well not even play the season, dude. You got to be able to grow a pair and be able to have a conversation, man. <laughs> no, that's not. That's not what I'm saying at all. That's I'm what I'm a saying. Completely different team. Completely different team. Nobody. There's nothing from the last two years. Okay, that's that's going to be able. Uh, that's gonna that you can transfer over. You just can't. You know, you you uh, Devontae Green shot forty one percent from three. Durham's shooting fifty seven percent right now. Finish, two he's going to be a good three two point games. shooter. He was a thirty six percent shooter in high school. Like I'm just I'm 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 again. I think everybody likes to make things a bigger deal than they are. How about making them what they actually are? Okay. I, I, I think I make things what they actually are. I, I look okay. at things in reality of, of what the reality of the situations are. Well, uh, the reality is it's November 9th. We don't know much about this team. That's my thing. You know, December 3rd, January 3rd. Who they, let me ask you this. Who have they added to make this team a better shooter team than they have been? Have they added yeah, someone I'm not that's aware of? That's a flawed of? argument. That's a, that's a flawed argument. So nobody improves on their three-point shooting over – I mean – I don't know. Have they? Well, I don't know. Al Durham was shooting uh, what I got him at forty something percent on February nineteenth last year. Um, so he he for you know two thirds of the season he shot over forty percent. Devontae Green shot forty one percent. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I just want to see things on the court play out before we just hang people out. You know, well, nobody who's yeah, hanging anybody. Who's hanging anybody? You no, it's called this, a discussion. It's asking questions shoot. and looking for answers that you're not giving. Question, other than saying I don't my know. Original, my original. You can't say original, I don't know. That's not an answer. My it's, original that, that's question. What, that's Jim, what I do. Was, ask questions, man. That's what I'm here for. Ask questions to stir the pot. Okay, and get, I'm here to answer them. And I, I'm doing them the best I can on November 9th, Jim. I don't have a whole lot. That's how I feel, and. I, you know, you can call me a fanboy all you want. I, it's, that's so far Who's, from the truth. It's who said really that? What I feel. Who said that? You did. Run the you tape back. Call me some kind that's, of like fan or something. Call run it, the tape back. Fan thing. Run the tape back. Wasn't said. Okay. You owe me a Coke or some popcorn or something. Popcorn. I'm gonna dump a bag of fucking popcorn. Look, I'm just. Look, this is just my stance. It's on everything right now. Because you know, I, I know, I hear, I hear it from from. You're my only fun argument we have all week, I, I get and I want a fun argument. It's the only time I get to argue all week long. Is is you and, and we got it's kind well, of I know. Five, 
Are we on the air? Because I really think this is just a conversation we're having. Are we on the air? Yes. Okay. No, I, I'm with you. No, I, you think I, I waste it, my time but, talking to you if we weren't on the air. I really do believe it. I, I, you know, I see where you're coming from. I, I'm, I'm a person that sees all sides of the situation. Okay, they didn't add a whole lot of shooting. They added Armand Franklin. Um, but I, I'm confident enough in these guys that we that we have around. Jerome Hunter, he hit two big threes the other night. Um, so you know, sometimes it's just situational shooting. We haven't got to see that yet. Sometimes, you know, just a guy being able to hit two big shots there that 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 gets you out to ten at half. Nothing um, can be judged after two games. There's no doubt about that. It's going to take uh, a good bulk of maybe the entire month of December before we know what this team is really going to be like, to be honest with you. You've got to see them against the Florida State, a team that we know is a quality team, and then a couple teams after. they got to play, what, Notre Dame this year. we got to see them against some upper-level teams before we truly know what they're going to be like and let them get their sea legs uh, and i get that so but that's hey um that, and that, that florida state you know i watched them play florida yesterday um and they're gonna cause us all kinds of problems i mean they, they they're long and they play that zone and they're just whew, relentless so you know um yeah you're, you're you're gonna need to be able to shoot but but you know i like the fact that that we've the approach has been inside out so far and, and it's worked, you know, I mean, the, the worst thing that could have happened is to have this defense or whatever defense we have, right. Whatever shooting problems we have. And, and then the offense would be terrible, but you know, so far the kids can only play the kids that, that are, that are scheduled to play them. You know, they don't do any scheduling so far are, you know, Indiana's taking care of, of their, uh, of their business offensively. Um, Shooting it all. We'll see what they can do tomorrow night against uh, North Alabama as they're back at it uh, 7 o'clock at Simon Scott Assembly Hall. Yep. We'll be back so, with more Indiana State right after this. You- Stay tuned. You'll stick around. Hello, everybody. Jim Coyle from Indiana Sports Speed. When I'm not covering the Hoosiers, you can find me at Bubba's 33 in Clarksville, located on the northeast corner of I-65 at Veterans Parkway. Bubba's 33 has hand-tossed pizzas, bold burgers, and ice-cold beer from a select list of local craft brewers. An incredible food selection, all made fresh daily. Whether you're meeting the team for that post-win meal in the family dining area or meeting friends for happy hour to watch the game on one of Bubba's 50 TVs, Bubba's 33 in Clarksville. Pizza, burgers, beer. We all want a winning smile for those championship photos, and that's exactly what you will get at Reynolds Family Dentistry in Sellersburg. Reynolds Family Dentistry has been serving the dental needs of Hoosier families for over 30 years. Let Drs. Roger and Jay Reynolds take care of your family. Just off of I-65 at 809 South Indiana Avenue in Sellersburg. Call 812-246-3368. That's Reynolds Family Dentistry, 812-246-3368. Now that warm weather has arrived, it's time to hit the links, and there's no better place than the Golf Club at Eagle Point in Bloomington. Voted best golf course by the readers of the Bloomington Herald Times, the Golf Club at Eagle Point is under new ownership, has new fairways and bunkers, and it's open to the public. When the round's over, there's cold beer and a full menu at the Eagle Point Pub and Bistro. 
Call 812-824-1100 to make it tea time. That's 812-824-1100. The Golf Club at Eagle Point in Bloomington. This is AJ Moye. This is Dan Dockett. Hey, this is Michael Lord. This is Indiana football coach Tom Allen. This is Jim Coyle with Indiana Sports Beat. You can always like and follow us on Facebook. Always follow the show rebroadcast on iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify. TheDailyHoosier.com is a great place to sign up for each and every day. Or, of course, on 97.7 The Ref in Evansville. For the best recycling and waste removal service, turn to the area's leader, Sweetland Waste Removal and Recycling, a homegrown company serving southern Indiana since 1995. Sweetland Waste Removal and Recycling serves Floyd, Clark, Harrison, and Washington counties for excellent service and peace of mind. Call Sweetland Waste Removal and Recycling today at 812-944-5642. That's 812-944-5642. Keep life sweet with Sweetland Waste Removal and Recycling. I'm Rain Shaddy, and I'm a Hoosier. As a toddler, you could always find me running around in a cream and crimson onesie and a red-eye U-hat reminiscent of those worn during the world-famous William Tell timeout, shouting, Go Hoosiers! Like many other alum, I chose to make Bloomington my home. As a civic and alumni leader, I have become very knowledgeable about our community and would love to share my insights with you as your realtor. Find me on Facebook or call or text me, Ryan Shaddy, with FC Tucker Bloomington Realtors at 765-623-9093. Hey, this is Jordan Halls, former Indiana Hoosier. Keep up with Indiana Sports on Indiana Sports Beat. Welcome back to Indiana Sports Beat Radio coming to you here on this Monday, November. Was it 11th? I drew all over my page, man. I marked out the date. I can't even see it anymore. Hey, Mike happy, uh, happy better today. Nick Baumgart from uh, Indiana Rivals, thehoosier.com. We were having some fun earlier. Um, happy Veterans Day to everybody out there. Yes, it thank you day. for reminding me of that. Thank you, thank you for reminding me of that. Absolutely, yep. thank you to our veterans. Thank you to uh, all of you that serve, uh, that protect the country, that have protected the country, that are protecting the country. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Absolutely, and thank you, Nick, for reminding me of that. Yeah, big thanks, guys. I really do appreciate you. One of the best things that came out of that game uh, Saturday was the performance of Race Thompson. Man, it is unbelievable to see him have a game like that. The dude almost had a double-double. Uh, he, he was just a yeoman in there working, doing the things that, that this team needs from him. That was beautiful. Uh, the, the, his performance was nothing short of beautiful. Offensively, offensively, he was—it was nothing short of beautiful. Yeah, no, he's got so much skill, and you see why he ended up, uh, you know, getting the minutes over over Deron Davis. He's just in better, a little better shape, and and he's just super talented. Now, defensively, defensively, I had a little, you know, here's here, you know, wait, Nick, out, I thought you said it was overblown, but defensively, he was kind of he stuck out. Um, you know, he got abused a little bit inside by some guys who who i didn't really expect him to uh they were more athletic um then then you know and so we'll see we'll see how you know i think he's gonna get a lot better pretty quick but you know that's not gonna work against like trevion williams or you know caleb wesson or some of these other post players in the big 10 i saw romeo uh back from the g league uh, after gordon hayward was injured 
Yeah. Yeah, his length is, is just it, – it causes problems. You know, he went down to the G League and had, what, 27 and six blocks or something ridiculous. Um, so, you know, I, I think it was an injury thing anyway. They, they wanted to get some time and get him, get him some reps. And, um, you know, the kid is, is just – I think he's going to be fine. He's super talented. He's got all the, all the physical tools that, that, that anybody could ever want going into the NBA as a two-guard. You know, we saw what he did as far as the scoring goes. So, you know, um, I'm glad to see him get his legs back under him, you know, get a little get a little momentum going. Indiana, as they move forward, what do you what do you want to see from this team as they inch toward that game with Florida State? They they've got like four or five uh games in before that game comes to be. When you watch this team play like on offense. It's so slow, like in the half court. Um, you know, I was watching Purdue the other night and uh, uh, play Texas. They got beat. And, you know, uh, Purdue was just moving the ball They're, right now. They're just, it's just, it just kind of pops in the half court. So, you know, I would like to see, you know, a little more. I, I thought the energy level was, was down a little bit from where it was the first night. Um, I don't know if you agree or not, but um, it just kind of seemed like, you know, so just a consistent effort, you know, just, just coming out every day, getting better um, and, and improving, you know, taking steps forward. I think if there's anything that you can kind of complain about the the, the Archie Miller era is we haven't seen that team just completely get better, you know, from beginning to the end. And so, you know, it's a big stretch here. It's tough because you don't really have any tests before you get the final. I mean, it's not the final, but it's. That is the it's test. Really good. That's the early season so, test. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you don't you don't have anything even really remotely difficult here. You know, in the first seven games, it's going to be pretty light. So okay, so why schedule like that? You know, I don't know. Um, you know, I asked. That was the question that I asked at Big Ten Media Day. Kind of, you know, and Archie didn't give a whole lot of insight into that. So. I don't know. It's, it's, it's like, unlike any schedule I've ever seen, really, uh, you know, I've never, never seen that. So, you know, you know, there's, there's no road, no true road game until you go to Wisconsin and you haven't won in Wisconsin since December, January of 98. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I mean, maybe it works out. Maybe, maybe they're just humming and clicking by December. Um, you know, you know, when I went back and looked at that schedule, when, when Indiana started back on November 29th, that was their first game. Their second game was December 2nd, and that was against a really good Notre Dame team. So, you know, maybe in, in some ways it's kind of like just having seven exhibition games. That's one way you could look at it. So, but like I said, I've, I've got no real uh, context here, no no perspective on, on you know, never seen this before. Um, so I don't know. I'm I'm watching with my popcorn, too. Well, we'll see as they go forward, but this team has got to show improvement each game. This can't be like it takes seven, eight games to see any improvement. They need to improve every game. They don't have the the depth of talent to where they can afford not to be improving every game. Everything needs to continue to improve what they're doing. Their offense has to get better, and their defense has to get better. It's simple. I mean, they have to improve every game. 
and you know, like uh, tempo is, is something is going to be interesting. So we've we've watched um, we watched them win right this last game pretty pretty slow tempo. Now you're going to have to go to Wisconsin at Wisconsin and beat Wisconsin. Um, are you going to play their game? Or you know, are you comfortable? You know, playing slow like that. Well, so we got to f- figure that out. You know, and uh, you know, so I think that's kind of what I'm looking for. Obviously, the defense. You know, the on the ball the defensive pressure needs to be better, and you know, shooting and turnovers is always the story here with this team. I, you know, I don't. I just, I know. I said I don't know uh, if the shooting's gonna. You know, I said the shooting's gonna be okay earlier. Um, I'm as I'm as curious as anybody. I'm as anxious as anyone. I, I I'm just tending to try to 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 see, you know, have a little positive. You try to tell, early, you try to tell like, people right. what they want to hear. Right. That's okay. That's that's what everybody else does. I tell them the truth. So I let everybody else tell them what they want to hear, which is good. And and I can be the bad guy. I'll wear the I'll wear the black hat. Love you, Jimmy. I'll wear the black hat. I'll be the bad guy. I love you, Jimmy. I know. I'm the you bad still guy. owe me a cocoa. As we move forward now, have you followed the football program at all? Yeah, man. First time in the top twenty-five since ninety-four. That's yeah, Is that amazing. Right? Yeah, it's it's, it's it, they're 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 rolling, man. They got a big game this Saturday, though. That's going to be a you talk about a test. That's another the Indiana, and I, this is something I said earlier. I don't know if I said this on the air or not, but I think I did. The next step for this team is they got to beat somebody. They're having a great season. They're doing things they haven't done in a generation. They haven't been ranked in a generation. And truth be told, they shouldn't have lost to to Michigan State, and they would be eight and one, and they'd be in the top fifteen right now. Uh, probably, maybe their highest ranking in in geez since the sixties. Um, but that didn't happen, so it doesn't matter. But they they still they have to beat somebody next. I mean, I, we yeah, watched they're... Illinois beat Wisconsin this year. We watched Illinois come back and beat uh, Michigan State on the road this past weekend. Uh, They've got to knock off somebody they're not supposed to beat. Uh, they've had some nice wins on the road at Nebraska, uh, but these are on the road at Maryland. But those are all below mid-level teams right now. The next step for this team is they've got to beat somebody they're not supposed to beat. Yeah, I think I saw a stat that, that uh, their record against teams uh, wins against teams. There's like 17 and 49 that the, their wins. Uh, their opponents' records are like seventeen and forty-nine. So yeah, I mean, I think that you know certainly. Uh, uh, are you going out there to Penn State? Are you going out? Yeah, I have not decided yet because we have a basketball game at night. Uh, right, and right. We do the post-game show with Todd Leary. So man, I'm like, golly, um, can't can't make. Need to get you a jet. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Somebody out there, fun. get let's get him a jet. If you'll fly your private jet up here, pick me up, take me on over to Happy Valley. We'll go to the game. Uh, You can go with me, and then we'll come back for the basketball game, and I'll do the postgame show. That's a pretty good deal. If you had a plane and you wanted to go watch that football game, that's a pretty good deal. If you have a plane, you don't have problems seeing football games. That's that's true. You don't think there's any conservative uh, penny-pinching Plane owners, plane owners, probably, probably I'm right. I'm sure there are, but the, no, they, they don't. I wouldn't know. Um, 
No <laughs> doubt, man. Nick Baumgart joining us here on the program. It's been, uh, uh, as usual, a fun time. It's our fun. Th- we had to move it up from Tuesday to Monday. Don Fisher was sick today, so uh, we appreciate Nick joining us here on Veterans Day. And, again, thank yeah, you man. to all the veterans. We cannot thank them enough. Uh, thank you for your allows service. Us, allows us to, to jabronis here to, to, exactly. to argue around about basketball. Mouth. Love you guys. Could not do this if it weren't for those guys. Thank you. Thank you yeah, for buddy. everybody. Thank you for the families of the veterans who sacrifice more than more than most, more than 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 any of us. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank you so much to the children. Oh my God, man! So, salute all of them—the wives, the the husbands, the the children, the sons, the daughters. Thank you so much. Uh, we do seriously greatly appreciate uh, what you guys do because. We couldn't be goofy like we are. We couldn't do anything without that. <laughs> Seriously. That's the truth. That's the truth, man. Yeah. Yep. No, I I, uh, I appreciate you having me on. You know, it was a little bit of a Tuesday's leadoff, man. It's tough. It's big <laughs> shoes to fill up here. You, to, you got moved up in the leadoff spot and having trouble adjusting? <laughs> a little bit. Oh, like man. settle back in fun. my two-hole. Like to settle back in my two hole there and well Don Fisher will punch, be back with us tomorrow. Hitter. Yeah, Don Fisher will be back on tomorrow this week, and then next week we're back to Mondays. But uh yeah, we're gonna swap Nick and uh Don Fisher tomorrow. So thanks a lot to uh Nick for for filling in for, for the fish today. We greatly appreciate that as well, man. Thank you, sir. Thanks, brother. See you guys. Thank you, sir. That's pretty much going to wrap it up for us, I believe, today, right, uh, Jake? Yeah, uh, got nothing more. We've got to get out to the press conference for uh, the Football Weekly press conference, get out there and take care of all that. Lots of stuff going on. Uh, Indiana soccer, men's soccer is in the midst of the Big Ten tournament. They won the first game at home yesterday. They, they now move on to Maryland. The games, the tournament's being held at Maryland this season this year so they'll be moving on to maryland and then they'll come back they'll have at least one more home game when the uh, ncaa tournament uh, starts play they should be able to host a, a single game there so we'll look forward to that uh the women's team i don't have their schedule from but i'll have that tomorrow we'll talk about that but the men's basketball program obviously on the hardwood tomorrow night uh against north alabama we'll have don fisher on tomorrow uh as well as chronic hoosier it's a chronic tuesday so we get to do a little pregame talk with both those guys tomorrow looking forward to but uh and don't get upset nick's okay we're just we have fun that's what we do he's the only one we're able to do that with and it's so fun we we laugh about it and i wish you could hear the outtakes that go on in 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 the breaks uh it's just as comical as actually more comical than what happens on the air but uh we appreciate everybody thanks a lot to jake for everybody else until tomorrow i'm jim cordell and i will see you on the radio
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.